Welcome to Alphabet Fly and Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbook of the Marvel Universe. With the guests, we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and we are going to be talking about, you know, just one of those X-Men robots. You know, one of them that gives a lot of trouble. Uh, uh, it, it, his name's course. Mike. Hello. To me, my X-Men robots that are just a lot of trouble. Yeah. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about, like, one of the more 90s... Uh, one of the more '90s things we're going to talk about for a little bit, uh, Bastion. Bastion. Do you know anything about Bastion? I was trying to. No, I know you're far enough, farther ahead than what I'm hearing. So I was thinking, are they up to the D's? Are we going to talk about the Danger Room? Uh, the robot version. No, of the I'm still in the room, B's. But, uh, I'm in the B's, the B's. still. I know, um, I'm not going to no, be in the D's until late national. Don't know anything <laughs> about that. Well, in the well you know what? Guess what? Guess what? What's up? He doesn't show up that often. So. <laughs> oh man. Uh. This dude has three paragraphs and barely anything. But Bastion, if you were to create an X Men robot that you know just gives a lot of trouble, what would who would you create? I mean, he has to be part Sentinel by law. If he's a ro- X Men robot, that's a bit of trouble. Um, a, a Sentinel robot raised by the Reavers is probably the most straight down the middle. Well, you got. Sentinel, and you got. I think he works with the Reavers at one point. So good job. Hey. Uh, wait, 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 hey. wait. I think I actually have a good one. No, wait, no, I don't have clapping. Okay, wait, one uh, moment. Use the. Ooh. No, no. Uh, here's here's the thing. No, that's not good. That sounds like people are dying in mass. Uh. I mean, that's how most of my jokes go. Where's the clapping? Okay, there's the clapping one. Today, 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 I consider myself. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. okay so I, I got the clapping one. Okay, good. Uh, but but yeah, I think he does work with the Reavers. Um, mm-hmm. If not, I mean, I mean, who who cares? Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, this is what Bastion looks like. Ooh, okay. Who's like if somebody made the Destroyer a man, like a human man? When you say when Destroyer, which Destroyer are you talking about? The Thor one. You know, I understand what you're saying, but you're just reacting to 90s art. Yeah, I mean, it's there's just a period of Marvel art where it is. it seems like they had an outline, like a physical outline of this is a strongman character, and then had the artist just color within the lines for facial features and things yeah it's you know it's a white he looks dude like the CW's looking cable. dude yes that's actually a really good description <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh you know if you want to see, see the pictures we're talking about you can always go to at alphabet flight on twitter instagram i don't care that much about this dude so you know whatever uh but yeah so bastion uh was created by let me get the created by real quick bastion was created by mark wade and andy kubert they have done some good things uh i almost say it's like if mark millar created cw's uh 
cable. And so it's one of those Mark Wade instead. <laughs> so, uh, if real name is inapplicable, who cares? Yeah. Uh, I don't. Aliases Template Sebastian Gar- uh, Sebastian Gilberti, Nimrod, Master Mode. Okay, so uh, Nimrod and Master Mode. I, was, I almost guessed them about Sentinels. Yeah, well, it involves both of them, so that's good. Oh boy, uh, we'll we'll get to it. Uh, let's just say, even though this has probably less than five hundred words, I mean five hundred words <laughs> to it. Um, mm-hmm. real nineties energy, let's say, real complicated nineties energy for no reason. Um, but but yeah, so secret identity. Also, by the way, Nimrod was named after the Great Hunter. Blah blah blah. You should know this by now, people. Everyone mm-hmm. who will actually should. But Nimrod yeah, come on. was named after come the on, Great Jane, Hunter, and then, and then, uh, but like the reason it became an insult is because like it wasn't like super well known that Nimrod was a Great Hunter, and Bugs Bunny would call Elmer Fudd Nimrod to make fun of him, just like mm. how people dumb people Einstein, you know. Also, I didn't, I didn't actually know that about the Elmer Fudd thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's literally the reason why. Uh, it's just like you know, hmm. so. Um, I mean, you should know this, but also I have a thing where I think I'm not that smart and you should know what I know. I know a lot of dumb stuff that like no one else knows. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. But like, you know, I feel like people should know it. Right. It's like, I can't do math very well, but I definitely can track the entire plotline of the reverse flash from the CWs, the flash. Yeah. I could definitely tell you up to like six Kings timelines right now off the top of my head and where their points diverge why shut up why do you need to know it's just a thing Is it because you're king the conqueror i wish i thought you hated king the conqueror no it's you got mad i don't hate king i just don't want to talk Richards about his dad right no no but, i don't hate king i just don't want to sure. talk about him there's a difference I've, there <laughs> no, I've been on an episode previously where you went on a long rant about Reed Richards' dad. That was what I was thinking of. It's, he's the yeah. reason we have so many Kang the Conquerors. That's that's what well, I'm half yeah. remembering. Yeah, that's what you're half remembering. But speaking of... <laughs> Not that. Time travel and stuff. Uh, because Nimrod is from the future and went back into the past. and uh-huh, Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So his identity is secret because why would you need to know who he is? Uh mm-hmm. Former government operative is his occupation. Inapplicable mm-hmm. citizenship, inapplicable place of birth. His only known relative is Rose Gilberti, foster mother, and they're dead. We'll get to that mm-hmm. later. Why this okay. robot has a foster mother. Uh, his group affiliation was formerly Operation Zero Tolerance, otherwise known <laughs> as Let's Get All of the uh, Let's Get All the Neurodivergent and uh, Brown kids locked up when they're ten years old in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, in 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 um in elementary school. Uh, mm-hmm. Education uh, inapplicable. Who cares? And he first shows up, and I'm gonna say a bad looking copy. I mean, a this bad my favorite part cover. of every episode. I love this part. Oh wow, this sucks. Yeah, it's not a good cover. Um, so no. Uh, so we have. So it is. Uh, so first off, it's X Men issue. 52 in May 1960. Well, wow. May 1996. Collector's item. And it has a different cover uh, name. But you have Bishop. And he has, he's being held up with, you I, know, just wires. Wires I and love, stuff. 
I love the fact that the left side of his body is clearly thicker than the right side of his body. Like, look at those legs. Look at how, like, rippling that right of the, I guess, as you're looking at the page, the left leg is. And then look at the right, the the other leg, and it is, like, very slim and not jacked at all. Same with the arms, to an extent. Uh, The fun thing about it, too, is that there's, like, two little panels kind of uh-huh. with like a little frame of you know just uh and you have three dudes uh that uh are named michael randall and uh i don't know who the third one's called is that who is the third one they're all mutants because they have the m brand on it sebastian bishop dark beast magneto mr sinister rogue Randall, Malcolm Gambit, oh. Charles Lynch. These are the characters at least listed under comics out. Yeah, Game I don't know who the third Comic one is, fine. though. Oh. Who's the third one? Whatever. Uh, and, like, and, you know, they're mutants that are branded and they're in, like, 90s stuff. The left side, I can't tell you who's who. Like, yeah. it, there's a face there. Definitely. There's two faces well, there. I would guess one of them might be Mr. Sinister, since he's listed... There's like a Morbius, I, might, Mr. Sinister looking guy at the top of that pan, that side. but That might be Mr. Sinister. Then we have like a person who looks like they might be a brown person, but they also might just be white in shadow. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just, this you know, it, it's, so not bad. A, it's not a great cover. It does have the 90s X-Men cover art, the one that everyone remembers. Um, you know, yeah, the one that goes with that, da-da, you know, music sting obviously um and it does say the agony of memory which i guess is the great title cover title yeah i just it's just bishop is he's very asymmetrical yeah it's literally it's bad art like i'm not good at drawing or art at any scale so i usually refrain from being like wow this is terrible because i couldn't do any better but that's bad like objectively that's a bad art cover it's not it doesn't look great but whatever, like if this was an you know? inside panel i could understand like crunch and like just getting a panel done this is the cover yeah you kind of need to make the cover look good so people buy it randomly <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, i've seen panels where it's like oh the background the people who are now in the background are drawn more poorly because it was done quicker because they're in the background this is the cover the main guy is drawn extremely asymmetrically his belt buckle is slanted like <laughs> yeah well, let's talk about the person who showed up. So, mm-hmm. Bastion was born, in scare quotes, when the giant robot Sentinel Master Mold absorbed Nimrod into its systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it fought the X-Men, and they couldn't beat it. It was virtually indestructible, indestruct- uh, and uh, the only thing they could do was just push it through the Siege Perilous, which is... Okay. A pan-dimensional portal whose subject uh-huh. who passed through to the judgment of the universe's higher powers. Um, it's, I mean, it's a little bit more complicated than that. <laughs> sure. It's, ba- it's basically what it does is that you push someone through, they get judged, and they get reborn. And, like, reality rewrites itself to where they're always that person. So, uh, this is what happened after the Australia arc. Basically, it ended with them walking through the <laughs> perilous. It's where we get the, I think, the best friendship uh, or mentorship thing, where it's Aurora and Gambit. Aurora showed mm-hmm. up as a teen girl, and and Gambit, like you know, taught her how to be a thief because he's the king of thieves. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm saying thief, but you know, and there's, there's, there's oh, yeah. thief and assassin. 
Yeah, he was married to the Queen of Assassins. The, uh, he was married to Belladonna, the Queen of Assassins. Uh, hmm. You know, there's a fun gambit's fun, uh, but but yeah. So, but like basically, he he became a person. He like he went through the portal as an amnesiac human slash sentinel hybrid, sentinel hybrid with seemingly with seemingly immortal essence. I don't know what that means. <laughs> He's like, just got that je ne sais quoi, that sentinel like, je ne sais quoi. It's just like, this guy has the essence of being immortal. Like, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. You could say immortality, seeming immortality, that's a thing. He's just got an immortal I vibe. I, know, I don't know what I you don't, don't know, understand about this art. I, I just don't understand what they mean, immortal essence. Like, what does that mean? Is it, is it like, can he pass it on to people? Like, is, is it effervescence? Can he like sweat some immortality? <laughs> like, He's got an old soul. <laughs> yeah, the He's thing you tell the to children soul. that makes them grow up too quickly and uh, have a lot of problems later on in life. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, he is a sentinel. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, so his prime directive was soon awake, reawakened, and then he began assembling the International Anti Mutant Strike Force, Operation Zero Tolerance, or OZT. Uh, he confined uh xavier and captured the young former x-men jubilee and soon after bastion put ozt into full effect utilizing prime sentinels which are basically humans that were injected with uh nanotechnology without them knowing and they without and they, then they could just yeah like immortal essence they get uh, <laughs> it, they get injected with sentinel essence and then they turn into sentinels sometimes Everybody check out my new YA series, Immortal Essence. <laughs> See, okay, everyone te- uh, everyone uh check out my new vampire BDSM uh title, uh Immortal Essence. See, it works for both. And the sequel, Immortal Essence Colon Operation Zero Tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> because it's also about vampire it's about it's about a BDSM <laughs> vampire, but he's also like a SWAT, SWAT person. Or like you there's know, a lot it's, of it's, heavy dare elements in it as well. Yeah, but like you know, <laughs> I'm now just building that urban fantasy in my head, and it's a mess. Ten pages but on my I desk by want- Monday morning. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but you have the Prime Sentinels. They're humans. Uh, they get activated with nanotechnology or essence of Sentinels to be, you know, no, they just attack mutants randomly. You know, um, so they also created uh, mutant manites, manites, not nanites, manites. Don't know what that small means. robot man, probably, maybe. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So these prime sentinels attack the X Men and quickly set capturing several mem- members. Uh, then Bastion took control of the Xavier Institutes and accessed Xavier's files, despite opposition from. Opposition from uh, Cable and Caliban of X-Force. Now, uh, you know how the best people always have a file on how to uh, disable and possibly kill their their friends and family? Yeah, of course. I have that for everyone I know. Yeah, me too. Um, it's just it's just silver bullets for me because everyone, uh, I'm the world's best, um, a vamp- uh, not vampire hunter, werewolf hunter. I'm the world's best werewolf hunter. Yeah, because when you shoot someone with a silver bullet... When you shoot someone with a silver bullet and they're a, ver- a werewolf, they can't transform into a werewolf anymore. 
I mean, let's be so, fair. If you shoot anybody in the heart with a silver bullet, they're going to die. Like, well, your, your contingency yeah, plan to take out all of your friends is a, a silver bullet. <laughs> everyone is a werewolf. <laughs> that is the the Salem witch trials. If you drown, you're not a witch kind of thing. Like, well, if I shoot the silver bullet and you die, you were a werewolf. 100% confirmed. Everyone who I stab through the heart with a stake to cut off their head and then put a garlic in their mouth also are vampires. Yeah. Hey, look, you're logic is sound. I mean... <laughs> if this kills vampires and you do that to your friends and they die, ipso facto, vampire. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be a werewolf, don't be immune. Be immune to silver bullets. Duh. That tracks. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Wait, I actually have that. There, I can cut that. <laughs> Tell me more about like this, this dumb sentinel boy. <laughs> okay. But Xavier, Xavier files basically. Here's how. Here's how you really. Here's how you really mess up Wolverine, <laughs> which is like just like how you regularly mess someone up, but like do it more and put them underwater or something. Actually, Wolverine should be pretty easy to take out. Like, like okay, once you have a beaten, you just like put a big rock over him where he can't reach it with his claws, or like a an elect- big electromagnet. His entire skeleton is metal, or like just like put him in a body of water. How's it going to swim out? Submerge him in like a body of water pounds. on an electromagnet. Yeah, like like Wolverine is like, actually anyone who's immortal and has regeneration power is really easy to take out. Just put a big rock on him. Like, that's all you need to do. Put him in a, put him in a room where there's no exits and like they can't move their arms. Yeah. Just have, I love the cool. idea of like an old man Logan world where somebody's like, we've, we've escaped to the Dusklands. Let's hide in this cave. No one's been in this cave for centuries. Okay, and it's Wolverine's just on his stomach with a big boulder on his back that he just can't reach to get on. It's like, eh, eh, eh. Like, just. <laughs> uh, fun, fun fact. That's how someone actually, someone put a like Deadpool, like in a, uh, someone put Deadpool basically in what amounts to a, like a vault, like under a church. For the better part of 300 years and cable just randomly found him while he was raising hope like it's just like cool that sucks. wow i don't want to be you even that but, sucks that somebody yeah. found deadpool or his whole situation his whole situation honestly fair enough yeah i don't want to be put in a vault oh i don't need it there's just some people who thinks long. i just there are a number of people who think it would suck that somebody found Deadpool and potentially released him onto the world again. Well, like, I mean, there's not much really, there's not a lot of people in that future, so, like... That's fair. You know? Also, like, it might be entertaining for some people. They, they're they like, they don't have TV. Or do they? I don't remember if they have TV. The more whatever. you don't know. Yeah. Uh. So, so basically, Cable, Caliban, X-Men, mm-hmm. Wolverine, not Wolverine. Why did I say Wolverine? It was the Xavier. They were captured, but the X Men and Jubilee that like escaped, and then OZT was shut down by the U.S. government. Bastion was then remanded to Shield custody, but the U.S. government, uh, well, sorry, but he escaped, returning to the OZT facilities, and then he just like absorbed the energy from the Master Mold unit, which he created the Prime Sentinels from. And then wanted to transfer a uh, transform machine man into the Sentinel Supreme. But like Cable showed up and was just like, no. And then like, seemingly destroyed him. 
in like one sentence or less, is the Sentinel Supreme some sort of playoff of the Sorcerer Supreme, or is it just like King Sentinel? It's basically King Sentinel. Okay. I'm sure there is more information about what that means, but I, I'm sure you'll get to it eventually. Or I won't. I don't know. It depends if I read the Sentinel page. I don't know if I will. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. You won't know. Until I get to the S's in like five years. Um, so I won't, I'm not committing to that. I've already agreed to come back for the cat people from a previous episode. I'm not agreeing to anything farther beyond that. Uh, so Bastion survived and was recaptured by S.H.I.E.L.D. An attack by Apocalypse's uh, horseman, Death, which is actually a brainwashed Wolverine, was seeking mm-hmm. to kill the Manites and only left uh, Bastion's head and still intact. Bastion survived. And then later, Bastion's head was recovered by the robotic gatekeeper servants of the techno-organic being Mainspring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bastion then co-opted one of co-ops, co-opted one of the gatekeeper's bodies, used it to attack the techno-organic hero Warlock and his allies. But then he was defeated, and then his head was recovered by Mainspring again, who stripped away layers of his program to reveal the original master mold source code and using the alien trans mode virus he invest he was infested uh, with rewrote bastion's uh programming transforming in a template which is another form which mm-hmm. looks kind of like white vision if white vision had hair <laughs> okay uh and then the the virus then took complete control of the template and forced him to construct a a babble spire on earth to signal the alien technarchy mm-hmm. to oppose them mainspring destroyed himself along with template while warlock managed to destroy the babble spire mm. you got all that i right? have a question yeah i'm i did actually i mean i didn't know about babble spires yeah. but the technarchy and warlock and whatnot okay. I understand. Like, it's, it's just um, a lot of just a lot of like you know oh, sure. comic bs packed into such a small amount i do have a question so. actually you mentioned wolverine was the apocalypse's horseman of death it mentions in the link you sent me about the cover and all that this has to do with age of apocalypse did this happen in the age of apocalypse universe or this is f no this would have been 616 so, this is uh, 616 okay okay I, that's fine i just wanted to double check because i didn't remember wolverine being the horseman of death i'm not surprised that he it's was like of course it was thing. at some point sure later that's what i mean it's just like I am surprised but not shocked to find out Wolverine at some point was the Horseman of Death, but um, I just wanted to make sure, since Age of Apocalypse is listed on the page here as like one of the themes, etc. Yeah. No, it was a little bit later. Um, okay. okay. So, uh, Bastion's head was later recovered by the U.S. government in order to access the information. He had stolen with the Xavier files. The information was retrieved by the X-Men, but not before Bastion attempted to sow mistrust among them by confronting them with the mis- uh, misleading holographic scenarios. <laughs> misleading holographic scenarios. Yeah. That's the third book of the uh, Immortal Essence trilogy. Yes. So there's Immortal Essence, Immortal Essence 2, uh, Zero, was it? Operation Zero Tolerance, and then Immortal Essence 3, Holographic Misinformation. Yes. Or holographic scenarios. By the way, it's also cyberpunk. I forgot to tell you. There's a lot going on in this. (laughs) (laughs) It's also co-canon with the Dune books. 
I got permission from uh, from the uh, Herbert the estate of Frank Herbert. Fr- yeah, yeah, Frank Herbert uh, estate. Um, I could write in the Dune universe. This is set before the. This is set a thousand years before the Dune universe starts. Oh, man. Uh, and you uh-huh. do get th- you do get how Duncan Idaho was named Duncan Idaho. Yeah, there's actually. There's an entire like half of book two dedicated to why he's named Duncan Idaho. Also, there's a whole thing in like the fifth book about why there's no more vampires left in the universe because you'd think they'd actually be really well suited. Right. Sure, but I mean <laughs> that, that one's written by your heirs. You you only write the first like book or two, and then after that, your heirs write all of the the subsequent books. Yeah, I introduce a lot. It turns out Spice is just like talkies, and no one has. <laughs> I can't finish that. Sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking of uh uh so some people have lists of things that they think would put a Victoria child in a Tuacoma. Uh one of those is just uh, flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> telling telling them that we elected a Catholic for the US president. <laughs> <laughs> telling him that he is, telling him that a black man was yeah. was a U.S. president. I mean, that was Ooh. my go-to when you started to say telling them we elected. I assumed you were going there first. Oh, <laughs> telling we have an Irish man. <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, tell him that we respect Italians. Apparently now, which is weird. I think that's a mistake. Anyway, I'm, I'm mostly joking. By the way, I like to joke. <laughs> Oh, Art's shaking their head the, when they say that, as if to say, this is not a joke. This is Yeah, no, this serious. is not a joke. This is not a joke. An Italian man was mean to me once. I took it very personally. Netflix hit up Art for three one-hour stand-up specials about this topic specifically. Oh, they keep on they keep on uh, putting uh, Dave Chappelle, and like the, literally, like, I think a couple days ago, the like one of the executives said we're going to keep on doing dave Chappelle stuff which means they either really like transphobic like not really funny things Mm -hmm. or they have or like dave Chappelle is like kidnapped their children or something i'm just saying with chris pratt's mario on the horizon there is a market now for anti-italian uh rhetoric (laughs) that you can really bring to the table for the zeitgeist I, we need to end this did episode. You see the newest, we have to. No, we need to. End, we have to pull the record. Okay, we're gonna end it right now. Okay, we're gonna stop the recording. I don't know. I don't really care. What do you want to plug your thing real quick? Yeah, I have two podcasts. One is called The Equalizers, where myself and my co-host Madison Jones uh, take movies that never got sequels, and we're going to we come up with ideas for them. Uh, you can find us everywhere online by searching The Equalizers. We spell it E Q U E L I Z E R S, like in sequel. By the time you're hearing this, we will have definitely finished our Falling for Christmas Winter Saga, uh, where we're going to do the entire month of December. We take four different films and somehow work them into the universe of Lindsay Lohan's Netflix movie, Falling for Christmas, uh, either to flesh out that world or just tie in tangentially. Um, you can also find my other show, Studying Granada, where myself and my friend Jackson Eflin watch the 1990s Sherlock Holmes Granada series starring, uh, what's his name, Jeremy Brett and uh, Edward Hardwick. We read the stories and we talk about it. Uh, Art has been on, at this point, The Man with the Twisted Lip uh, will be upcoming on, I believe, The Illustrious Client, but that's probably not out yet. But I didn't hear me hearing this, but you can find us online at N underscore Granada. 
and everywhere else podcasts are found. Uh, my name's Art. I have all my links in the description. Uh, you know, Patreon and whatnot. Uh, you know, support me. Uh, I mean, if you're coming on to the podcast to listen about Bastion specifically, <laughs> yeah, good on Wild ya. move. What is wrong with your life? Yeah, I just want to <laughs> say, how's life, you know? Do you need help? Uh, that being said, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight May, Contra, protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.